0: you're listening to throwback thursday a subset of the living and leading with emotional intelligence podcast i'm your host brittany nicole the purpose of throwback thursdays is to provide insight and life lessons through the sharing of my own personal stories and experiences before i embarked on my self-evolution journey and then analyze the experience with a fresh perspective my hope is that you find my stories relatable insightful or at the very least, entertaining. Today is all about hot gossip. Ooh. There was always something exciting and intriguing about gossip to me. But is gossip emotionally intelligent? Nope. No, it's not. So what draws us to gossip? Gossip, like many things in life, is often modeled for us at a young age. I grew up listening to adults and family members gossip about others, and it was exciting to me. And I think the excitement came from feeling like I was in on the secret, and in some sense, on the same level as adults when I was listening to them talk about this stuff. Like clockwork, every Sunday after church, I would enjoy lunch with my grandparents while they talked about the news circulating amongst the congregation that week. Now, most of the gossip wasn't negative or harmful. For instance, did you hear Susie's daughter is getting married? Or did you see that Bill got a new truck? I don't want to give you the impression that my family had nothing better to do than speak poorly of people. That was not the case most of the time. That was not their objective. Yet, there were those Sundays where there were some real juicy conversations like, Did you hear Paul's wife is leaving him for Peter Baker? I wonder if that new baby of theirs is even his. And that was the stuff that got me super excited. Now, I know that sounds bad, but I mean, I'm just being honest with you. Regardless of the fact that many people claim to hate drama, the truth is we've been raised in a society that loves gossip and drama. And as I grew older, the more opportunities I had to be a part of my own peer group's gossip. And let me tell you, I live for the thrill of everyone else's business. Middle school and high school were the worst, or the best, depending on how you want to look at it. I kid you not, some sleepovers were planned practically around gossip. And around this same time is when reality TV became popular with shows like The Real World, The Bachelor, American Idol, The Greatest Race. And all of them were fueled by drama, gossip, and backstabbing. Even American Idol had drama during the audition phase, and I became obsessed and addicted to the drama that these mediums provided. Gossip became a key part in my life, as much as social media is a key part in people's lives today. And I'm not just talking about the time that we spend on social media. I'm talking about the influence that it has on our behavior, the fabrication of reality, Gossip wasn't just something I devoted time to. It became part of my behavior, my thought process, and how I interacted with others. And that is what is so dangerous about something that just seems fun in a way to entertain ourselves and kill time. And the deeper that I engaged in this gossip, the more I began to experience firsthand the damage that it was doing in my life. It was causing friction in my relationships, intrapersonal conflict. And I was unknowingly conditioning myself to make dramatic and often absurd assumptions about people and situations just to make life seem more interesting and exciting. However, all of this began to change about a year or two into my self-development journey. I began to notice that gossip and drama became less appealing to me. And the further I went into my self-discovery and development, the more it began to irritate me until I got to the point where I'm at now in which I have no appetite for it whatsoever. So here's my theory for what changed and why I believe many of us get trapped into the hype of gossip and drama to begin with. One, I think many of us get wrapped up into drama and gossip because we really don't know what else to do with our time. I used to get bored very easily back when I cared about other people's business. It gave me something to do with my time, and if we don't see our downtime as an opportunity to do something productive or meaningful, it's easy to become consumed by news, social media, and TV shows, which reinforces and feeds our cravings for drama and gossip. And just as the company we keep is a reflection of our own thoughts and behaviors, equally, the resources and information we select to stimulate our brain are going to influence our behaviors and view of reality. So it can become this feedback loop of stimulating ourselves with drama, which causes us to crave it even more. And the only way to break out of this feedback loop is by developing our awareness or cutting ourselves off from the stimulant completely. But developing our awareness can be exceedingly difficult because it's a bit of a paradox. We have to have some level of awareness to develop awareness, right? And here's where mindfulness techniques come in handy, because it brings awareness to our senses and allows us to become present. Here's a short exercise that you can do to practice mindfulness. Take a bit of time to focus on maybe just two or three things around you that you can experience with your senses, and really explore them in detail and objectively, meaning without judgment. For example, sitting outside and just focusing on the sound of the birds chirping and feeling the sun on your skin. Let everything else just fade off into the background of your mind. This is one example of being mindful. Then you can start to bring that mindfulness and awareness inside of you. What am I experiencing and feeling on the inside? What am I truly passionate about? Focus on a particular behavior and ask yourself, Is this serving me in a positive way? How might it be affecting others? The second reason developing awareness is difficult is because being aware is not a societal norm. We are always analyzing where we stack up in comparison to everyone else. And based on that, we either feel that we're ahead or behind. Very few people admit that they're average. But here's the thing. If 90% of the population lacks self-awareness, then from our perspective, the activities and the behaviors that we're engaged in are typical and to be expected. We don't always see that they're actually connected to many of the people problems that we face today. And when we break away from these habits and behaviors that are shared by the masses, we may find ourselves feeling a bit isolated at times when we don't get involved in things like gossip and drama and complaining. But over time, it feels good to know that you're not part of the toxic societal machine anymore. You become more autonomous. Awareness pulls back the curtain, so to speak, and we begin to see just how toxic many of our social norms are. And we begin to realize how numb that we've all become to the fact that most of our entertainment is often at the expense of someone else and that our culture is a reflection of our collective traumas and insecurities. With each level of awareness, we begin to realize that many of the things that we once found enjoyable or entertaining were distracting us from our purpose and fulfillment in life. Additionally, many of these behaviors like gossip and drama work to soothe our own insecurities because we are taking the focus away from our problems and putting the focus on others and pointing out their flaws while dismissing our own. Once I was privy to this new information, it made gossip and drama instantly less appealing. Additionally, I began to fill my schedule with things of purpose and meaning and cut back on the amount of TV I digested significantly, which made a world of difference because once I stepped away from reality shows and news, life automatically seemed less dramatic. And as the months and the years went by, and I've cut out many of these sources of drama altogether, now when I catch a glimpse of a show or the news on TV, either at the gym or at a gas pump, it's mind-blowing to me how theatrical and dramatized they make life appear. It reminds me of The Hunger Games, quite honestly. And it's equally mind-blowing that I was so numb to this and perceived it to be normal for so long. So what does this all have to do with emotional intelligence? Well, the foundation of emotional intelligence is self-awareness, which is being aware of your thoughts, feelings, and motives. Asking ourselves, why do I do what I do? How is my behavior influencing others? And how am I allowing others and these man-made stimulants to influence how I perceive myself in the world? Currently, it is said that an estimated 90% of us don't know how to answer these questions. Yet 95% of us claim to be self-aware. That's a bit of a dilemma, isn't it? If you feel like you're stuck in the rat race and drama of life and want to escape, I recommend 1. Distancing yourself from the stimulants that feed this behavior. 2. Developing your awareness through mindfulness practices. And 3. Find meaningful and productive things to occupy your time instead of entertainment or drama. So that is all I have for today's Throwback Thursday. I appreciate you listening or watching. And until next time, live and lead with an open heart and open mind.